0: And away we go. Hello everyone.
1: Welcome back to Relatively Subjective. I'm George. And I am David. And we're cousins and we talk about movie stuff. Relatively subjective is the name of the podcast. What? Can you just turn me up. Oh yeah, I, I can't. feel like it.
0: I don't hear myself. Is that better? Oh, that's that's there you go. There you go. All right, yeah. we did it. Okay, thanks, guys. I
1: just went with a random knob. <laughs> I didn't even think that <laughs> hey, was gonna worked, be the one. So
0: you know what? That's good. Yeah. All right, welcome to Relatively Subjective.
1: The last episode of the year. That's right.
0: We we started this podcast in twenty eighteen. Yeah, and
1: whenever Pacific Rim Uprising came this out, this is That's the end of
0: 2018.
1: Yes, so milestone. We ha- yeah, this we still is, don't have a theme this song. Is awesome, but we'll, we'll we'll get that in 2019. How about yeah, that? That'll be our gift <laughs> to, to the world. Yes.
0: Uh, all right, so we're doing a little bit something a little bit different this week um, because there we week didn't want was, to see Holmes and Watson. We didn't. We heard it was awful. <laughs> yeah, uh, but this movie that we're going to be reviewing or a little bit later uh is all over the internet yeah and it's got
1: I, so many memes i just googled I it. it already i just googled it and they they're not 100 percent sure on this but more than f- they think more than 45 million accounts uh watch this yeah movie.
0: this is this i don't know how this became such a huge cultural phenomenon We're, literally we are, overnight
1: we are talking about bird box everyone if you we, haven't seen it yeah it just came out
0: one of the very few that hasn't apparently
1: yeah. And uh, yeah, it's got Sandra Bullock in it, yeah. so I think that is a big draw. But it's also, you know, a, one of those creepy apocalyptic yeah. movies that you need to check out. It's uh, like a Quiet Place or something. Yeah, but it's we'll it's, get it's, to it's that.
0: like a Quiet Place. It's like hush. It's like uh, don't breathe. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's got whenever movies, you take one the, thing, whenever you
1: take a sense away yeah. from a human being, and you're just like survive. And it's just like oh,
0: <laughs> I was, uh, was joking with my sister right after we finished watching this. She actually was looking up some memes about it. And I told her, I was like, the next uh, post-apocalyptic movie, everyone's going to lose their sense of taste, Yeah, and the world's going to go crazy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, I've been somebody, avoiding those memes. Somebody's going to make it, I feel uh, like. That's going to be yeah. a thing. No,
1: it's going to. It'll probably be a comedy or something, and then we'll be like, <laughs> I'd,
0: be, <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, Bird Box. Uh, we're going
1: to talk about Bird Box. That's going to be the uh, main thing here, but mm-hmm. we're also going to talk a little bit about Netflix originals. In general. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we're, we're both going to talk about, one- specifically kind mm-hmm. of go into it a little bit more yeah um but then we're both gonna come back to, for bird box uh, yeah. i actually i think we should just like start all of this with just saying that netflix has some pretty good production netflix value. knows what it's
1: doing <laughs> we've spoken about this before in our streaming episode look into that for more detail but the gist of it is that netflix is letting the people the creative people take the reins yeah
0: pretty much kind of like do what they want
1: they're not like Um, a warner brothers or any other production company that's like you have to put coca-cola in this you have to put this song in it, you have to you know make sure that you get this character to do this just rolling with it and just ruin the script however they're just like you you know what you're doing yeah
0: and and it's really cool because we get something that has never been done before we get a choose your own uh story thanks to black mirror coming up which i'm very excited to watch very very scared um if anyone knows Black Mirror, if you don't know... First of all, if you don't know Black Mirror, watch, watch Black that. That's Mirror. That's the first thing you should watch. Um, but if you don't know... So they came out with an actual feature-length movie now, and it's a choose-your-own-adventure based on an old video game, which I think is actually really cool. Yeah. Or so It was a book that they made into a video game that is now uh, a movie.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so it's spanning
0: all these genres. Black Mirror does it again. Uh, but yeah, but I'm really excited to see how it kind of plays out. And um, I'm not exactly how many... Sh- how many sh- I'm not sure how many endings there are, but just in having more than one you're still
1: it's more than one movie will, uh, every other movie offer yeah, you exactly yeah.
0: so i'm really excited to check that out and uh i kind of wanted to bring this up and ask you like do you think that's going to be like more movies going to do that oh yeah
1: if if this one's successful yeah. the everything they they have like a little uh like a little emblem at the top right when you go to that movie mm-hmm. and i think that's going to be the, the interactive movie yeah. logo so if you see any movie with that, you're like, oh, I have to participate yeah. for this one. That'd be so, really
0: cool. So I feel like it's really cool how they're kind of blurring the line between like just a passive movie versus now an interactive game or interactive it's movie. It's a virtual reality so for now. I think it's it's definitely going to, I feel like that's kind of like the next step. It's funny that you bring that up. I was just going to say that. If you watch, I feel like if you watch this now in a virtual reality, something, they're going to make the movie 3D or like, yeah. three, like 360 degrees you watch it and then you are going to tell like the actor like what to do and where to go yeah and it's going to be like an
1: interactive 3d and then they'll put that in theaters for everyone to participate that's the future i don't don't know about that i don't know that's yeah me neither but but yeah netflix netflix doing a great job uh pumping out some really good movies uh, high quality movies with really big names and they do really well because you you have a netflix account as soon as it premieres it's just it's there, there, waiting for you to yep. watch it and you, you know
0: can, you can watch it you can pause it you can take it with you you can watch it wherever you want seriously and you can watch it with friends you can yep. talk about it with anyone you want over any internet connection and we it's haven't great. even
1: spoken about the critical acclaim it gets because it's one they won they win emmys yeah i don't oh, know they if they're winning oscars yet yeah, yet but yeah i haven't already but yeah it's uh doing good and that's why we're talking about yes it. all
0: right so you want to take us through our first movie
1: uh sure i'll go first um so I rewatched Bright last night and last night, two nights ago. I don't remember, but I rewatched Bright starring Will Smith and uh, Joel Edgerton and directed by David Ayer, who is the director of Suicide Squad. I don't know why I do this myself, <laughs> but I did. Um, I remember watching this movie and thinking the concept was really good, but they didn't execute it right. And I wanted to figure out why, like precisely, I didn't like this movie uh at Rotten Tomatoes has so it at 25 like <laughs> No I didn't I didn't I didn't okay. I did not uh did Rotten Tomatoes I did not Oh well, <laughs> hi Mark Rotten Tomatoes has it at at 25% Metacritic has it at 29 and IMDB has it at 6.4 uh, I think IMDB should go lower because this movie <laughs> is not that fun to watch and it's pretty long it's like 2 hours or a little over 2 hours and, uh, I figured out why I don't like this movie other than, you know, like Will Smith being Will Smith, Will Smith being Will Smith is my number one problem with this movie. Yeah.
0: He and, doesn't know how to not be Will Smith. That's, that's it. And that's it. his biggest problem yeah, yeah, because he's always Will Smith yep. and that's not acting.
1: Sorry. Uh, spoilers ahead for bright, whatever David's going to talk about <laughs> and bird box from now on, just so you know. So this movie's about a cop in LA, uh, in a world where, uh, orcs and elves and fairies and and a bunch of mythical creatures exist and the elves are on top the orcs are seen as these sort of second-class citizens and humans are just stuck in this sort of conflict that they've had in the past and it's taking place in present day so it's cool because you see cars and everyone in like today's outfits and, and technology and yeah stuff. just bringing it into but the 21st magic. century and all that but will smith is a cop he has an orc partner who is which is no hasn't like been done before this is the first orc yeah, cop so to he's like, getting a lot of shit great and stuff yeah and joel edgerton i think plays like this movie pretty well he's like this sort of by the book always wanted to be a cop orc yeah. and he's just trying to convince everyone that he's like About his person. job yeah. He's just like, come on guys, don't treat me like shit But everyone <laughs> treats him like shit anyway Because racism Yeah And uh, yeah, Will Smith is being Will Smith Throughout this entire movie He's trying <laughs> to Smith, play Will Smith. He's- Smith, Will Smith Smith, Will Smith <laughs> Will Smith Will Smith he plays his. He plays himself, and he's supposed to like like be this like crotchety old cop that's like has this partner that he he's doesn't like want. Over the hump yeah,
0: there's like this backstory with him like losing his partner or whatever, right? Yeah,
1: no, 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 no. His backstory is that he was out on patrol with his orc partner, and while his orc partner was getting oh, like food, right. Right. he got shot by an orc, and then the and then Joel Egerton's character, Jacoby, chases him down chases down the wrong guy and it's just some other orc that's like spray painting yeah. and then uh he helps him escape because if the cops found him they would have killed him yeah. because no one likes orcs uh but yeah that's his that's his uh dilemma at the, the beginning of the movie but then they they uh respond to a disturbance because they're cops and they find a magic wand and that's when shit hits the fan because magic wands are literally magic wands that can do anything for you. But elves are usually the only ones that can wield them or brights who are the chosen people. And Will Smith's one of them because of because course Because Will he Smith is. was like, I'm going to be a bright in this movie. But yeah, Will Smith has a, he has a huge role in this movie. He does. He, I don't think he knows. He's the main character. <laughs> that's the problem in my opinion, <laughs> because he, he doesn't, I, I don't think that Will Smith likes to take a back seat to things. No. He, Turned down the role of Django because he wanted Django to kill Candy in the movie, but he Schultz did, yeah. and he was like, "No." But that movie's great. Yeah, and Jamie Foxx did a better an, job. An amazing job, in my opinion. Uh, in in my opinion, uh, compared to a hypothetical job <laughs> Will Smith would have done, but yeah, he's uh, in this movie, he's just like this know-it-all. Like he, I understand that he's the more experienced cop, but he's he's always shitting on everyone around him and he's always just like like puffing out his chest whenever anyone like gets even close to him he's just like i will fuck you up it's like all right will smith we get it (laughs) you are a very intimidating man and nobody should fight you but that's not what this movie's about we should talk about all the magical things happening around you but unfortunately it's centered on him um they also have a lot of conflict with uh LA like gangs like human gangs and in a world where there are all these magical creatures why are we focusing on humans like we should be focusing on everyone else Um, the villains weren't that intimidating (laughs) they're villainous they were just elves that were looking for the wand Um, Jacoby was definitely the best part of the movie I'd say but overall it was a lot of action some parts that were funny that weren't supposed to be (laughs) <laughs> uh, unintentional funny parts unintentional. are like the
0: worst part of a of a serious And there movie.
1: are a lot there are a lot in this movie. There were there were too many to be taken seriously. Um what else can I say about this movie?
0: I did I so I mean I saw this movie too. The yeah. movie the movie that I saw I don't think you did, but um I do want to kind of like chime in with two Please cents. Please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I didn't I didn't like this movie, but I didn't think it was awful. I actually I think we remember talking about it with you recently. And hoping that they did make a sequel, but made it better yeah. uh, than what this one was. I'm not sure if they're going to do that, but we don't know because Netflix is Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they decide to produce it, they'll probably tell us a week before it comes out. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, but uh, I do agree that, you know, like I said, it, it, in anything that he does, I kind of feel like Will Smith just is Will Smith. And he, yeah. And this is <laughs> it's funny because I was recently watching, for some reason, I don't know why, um, Wild Wild West. <laughs> and... <laughs> great movie and yeah and just like and even back then like even like fun, not fundamentals of caring oh what was the other movie that he did um where him and his son were actually him pursuit, of happiness. pursuit of happiness <laughs> actually there uh, are two
1: movies where that happened after earth uh, oh yeah yeah um, we gonna talk about that
0: but like even in all like, it, like even in all these movies one is a stupid wild west movie one mm-hmm. is set in the future and one is uh, west set in like in like la or california yeah. or something. He is still the same person in every single one of these, and he just like barely even changes his personality. Yeah. And even, like, we were um, talking in the newest movie that he's been in that I can remember or care about was um, Suicide Squad. And he was still Will Smith. He was just Will Smith. He was just Will Smith, but he had a different name. And, like, that really is sucky. He
1: really, (laughs) yeah. I mean, he played Muhammad Ali. He's played um, that guy in Concussion, that doctor from... uh, uh, forget where, like South Africa or something. He can do accents. He can do just accents, I think. (laughs) Because I'm trying to... Because Muhammad Ali, it looked like it was just Will Smith doing a Muhammad Ali impression. You didn't get this person... You didn't get an actor that, like, transforms Mm -hmm. before your eyes and becomes, like, a person that you know from history or whatever. It's always just, like, Will Smith with an accent, which is... mm, yeah, it's just it's just too much Will Smith. Yeah. We we want to see him do something different. Um that's a I don't know. Bright has a bunch of problems but that was one of the most glaring problems yeah. and Do you
0: think that the movie would have been better if it wasn't Will Smith?
1: Mm, do you think like, I the, think the, if the, they if the they plot had plot
0: and like the action and the CGI and all that was Don't get same. me
1: wrong, it's not it's not the the fix all. Like if you had switched him out with let's say Jamie Foxx again because that happened with Django it would still have not been a good movie just because of the writing, just because of they didn't give enough attention to the the magic stuff happening.
0: Which is another reason why I thought they needed to make another one because they have this world and they have this fantasy like rules set of rules. Yeah. And I feel like they just need to continue with it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There
1: were a lot of parts in the movie where they would talk about like orcs, physical attributes and and culture and stuff. And, and they'd be like oh that's why orcs are like most of the nfl are orcs yeah. that's why elves are like own everything because they're like super smart and just almost immortal yeah <laughs> so they yeah, are they're super fast they're super yeah. this super that um but they didn't focus enough on that and if they just done that if they'd change the writing to focus more on that and not just be like every like seriously like every second or third scene It was Will Smith like proving that he's the alpha in the scene. And it's like, it gets old quick, especially if you're playing a cop. Like, it's like, mm, a little hard to watch already. We've seen it
0: before, and we probably won't, probably will continue to see that. Please focus on something else. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, uh, not super excited for a Bright 2. I'll watch it if it comes on Netflix because it's so convenient. But, you know, uh, hopefully, if they do, they learn from their mistakes because it wasn't very. critically acclaimed across the board. I'm going to give this movie uh, five over, overcompensating Will Smiths out of ten. <laughs> five overcompensating Will yes. Smiths.
0: Yeah. Um, like I said, I thought it was a little better than that, but only that. by one point. I was going okay. to give it a six. Okay. Um, I'll give it, what, six evaporated... Uh, because there was this one point where that fairy was evaporated, by yeah, the, like, five six evaporated fairies out of 10. cool, cool. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing super special. I thought the world that they created was special. It but was, it was, it was, it was very blah.
1: Yeah, it was, it was very blah. Uh, all
0: right, all right. So my turn. Um, Your turn. I do watch a lot of Netflix originals. I just found <laughs> out because um, I looked up all of them and I've seen like almost half of them. Uh, yeah. Not to say that Netflix. Doesn't pump out original content like nobody's business it, because they have it, in literally just the documentaries like category they have over fifty. <laughs> so like I have not seen every one of those documentaries. Not just, only just because I really like documentaries as much.
1: Yeah. Uh, but you I have do to learn. <laughs> Stupid.
0: <laughs> well, no. Sometimes they're really interesting, like yeah. how to make a murderer or whatever. It was fun. Yeah. Um. Or to
1: make a murderer. Whatever. Uh, how, the, wait. Maybe. To make a murderer. Yeah. That was. The how to make a murderer. To making a murderer that's what it's called <laughs> <laughs> anyway making um, a murderer.
0: so I do like to try to watch Netflix original films as opposed to series just because obviously series take a long time but oh, yeah. I do watch the series um, in the last couple of weeks I've seen um, To All the Boys I've Loved Before which was a really cute coming of age story yeah and you I spoke really about liked. that uh, yeah. on the podcast a little bit uh, yeah. and then Dumplin um, that was a Netflix original? yeah <laughs> okay which i thought was really good uh but the movie that i am going to watch are uh, going to review now actually everybody kind of knows this and it's actually very interesting to me that netflix made their own version of this especially kind of so soon after disney made their own live action jungle book oh uh, and so the movie i'm talking about is mowgli yeah um legend of the jungle yeah and this movie is freaking star-studded because it was directed by andy circus and it has the voice talents of christian bale Kate blanchett Benedict Cumberbatch, Naomi Harris, Andy Serkis, and then the main character, Mobley, is played by Rohan Chand. Uh-huh. Um, so like, there's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. And it actually comes across as really well because the CGI for this movie, I did not know Netflix had, I guess, I mean, I knew they had enough money to make it, but the CGI in this movie is fantastic. Like rivaling Disney level. Really? Like it was fantastic. Wow. Um, Just, yeah, it was really cool. And just being able to play <laughs> one human basically in a world of just animals uh Rohan did a really good job it was yeah. it was belie- he was believable most for, the, for most of the movie as Mowgli as this jungle child yeah uh which they did I think a really good job um there was a couple of parts obviously where it was kind of just like Heh, no that wouldn't happen <laughs> um but uh well, like
1: wolves raising a boy uh in the so so
0: one of the main points of the um the movie... So if you, don't, if you don't know the Jungle Book story or the Mowgli... or This is actually based off of the Rudyard Kipling version of the Jungle Book. So Disney, obviously, Disney-fied it and then made that version into a live-action version. Uh, but this is actually from young uh, from Rudyard Kipling's um, novel. Um, the whole story begins with uh, Shere Khan killing some humans. He just goes into a village and straight up just merges everybody. Because he's a tiger. Because he's a tiger. And... Um, bagheera is the one that finds baby mowgli and takes him to the wolves the wolves so he takes him to this one wolf family where it's like the mother and father wolf or whatever Mm -hmm. and they're part of a pack so they kind of just like take him in as their own uh and they try to make him a wolf basically he tries they try to join his pack and the one thing that they have to do to prove themselves to join the night hunt is they have to go on what's called the running so it's basically just like a predetermined path where the wolves have to run but they're being chased by bagheera and figure catches you you're out. Oh obviously. So he doesn't kill you or anything. He just like, you yeah. know, like tag you it kind of thing. Yeah. Uh so they do, so like a half of the movie is basically training Mowgli to become a wolf and obviously he's not. So every time he like practices the running, he trips and he falls cuz he's trying to run on all fours. Mm. So then Baloo, who's a very smart bear, he's just like you have hands with thumbs, use them. You have two legs, like run like a man. And the entire movie is Mowgli trying to like shun his Human side Human side and mm. trying to be more of an animal, and it's just not working. So one of the things that they actually put into the movie, which I thought was really cool, was there's a man village near this near where they are, and Bagheera makes a um, deal with uh, Akila. I, I think his name is uh, uh, a Akile, the the uh, alpha wolf of the pack, uh-huh. and he's like, if he wins the run, if he you know finishes the running, he'll be a wolf. But if he won't, he's going to the man village. Oh. so is like really trying to prove himself and the whole running sequence is actually really cool it's just it's literally him five other wolves and Bagheera on screen like yeah. running through the forest and stuff so it's pretty cool uh especially like cgi and stuff and stunts and he's like he kind of like swings off of branches kind of like a monkey and like the monkey people kind of like help him out a little bit oh. um was there so a training like, montage there wasn't really a training montage but there was definitely him like learning how to be more of a human in the wild kind of thing i'll take it um yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't pushed, it wasn't rushed. It wasn't like fitted in. It like Well, you said perfectly. the first
1: half of the movie, so it's like Well,
0: this was a pivotal point, yeah. yeah. So then so then at the very right before he crosses the finish line, Bagheera tackles him. And Bagheera obviously knows that he was focusing on Mowgli because he doesn't think that Mowgli will survive in the wild. Mm-hmm. So they go put him into the, the man village, and in this village there's a hunter and he's an Amer- he's I guess he's a British hunter in this village in wherever they are in India. And um, he's actually hunting Sher Khan. Ooh. So Sher Khan has been killing off the man village's cattle, mm-hmm. and they called in this hunter to kill Sher Khan. Uh, so uh, Mowgli is like scratched up from Sher Khan, and then the hunter actually has a cut across his side. So he kind of like speaks to him, even though Mowgli doesn't really understand. He says, We have the same enemy. So then the hunter then takes him under his wing, he ch- shows him how to like hold a knife and stuff. He introduces him to the whole village and he becomes kind of like the surrogate son of this one woman who like bathes him and braids his hair. Like he becomes like an older sister kind of mother figure. She gets him to play with the other kids and stuff. And he's beca- he's like k- finally becoming kind of more like a human. But then since Mowgli is gone and Akile is like the head wolf, he kind of like is dying. He's getting old, whatever. Sher Khan has stepped up and like took over the pack. So oh, then shoot. his brother, Mowgli's wolf brother comes to him in the actual in the man village and is just like we need you back we need you to help us fight off Shere Khan and he's just like I'm not that's not my problem anymore I'm a human now this is my home so then he he kind of like dismisses it but throughout the movie there's this other wolf who's kind of like been Mowgli's best friend his name is Boot and he's an albino wolf and he gets killed by Shere Khan he gets killed by the hunter ooh yeah it was a tough scene because he's like He's a kid and he like he knows this kid and this character Boot has been with him like the entire movie. And then and then he's like he puts the hunter back in his bed because he got drunk one night, whatever. And he goes into like his gallery and he sees like antelope heads and he sees like this one giant tusk from an elephant that he didn't kill, but just got the tusk. Uh, And then he sees the head
1: of boot and he has like an ace ventura moment and he has (laughs)
0: pretty pretty much he 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 breaks down he starts crying and then he reserves himself he tells himself he's just like this hunter is not a good person so what he does is he takes the elephant tusk he goes actually to the elephant and says here's the rest of your tusk i'll show you the hunter who did this if you help me kill shere khan oh shit so he gets the elephant and he gets some of the wolves bagheera and baloo to come and like set a trap for shere khan and as the hunter is, like, sobering up and he's, like, trying to shoot Shere Khan, he gives the tusk back to the elephant. And the ele- elephant gores the hunter, kills him. Nice. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. And then he ends up killing Shere Khan. He, he uses the man. He, uh, Shere Khan kind of, like, uh, taunts him. He's just like, you're using man's tool to do your work, dirty work. And Mowgli is just like, yeah, bitch. And he stabs him in the face. <laughs> um, so, just like in the Disney version. Just like in the Disney version. Um, and then so there's, like, a voiceover where... Uh, Mowgli then becomes the head of the alpha of the pack, uh, and it says like the the hunter and the tiger are gone. So like the future is now uncertain, and it's Ka uh, who is uh, the snake. Mm-hmm. She's voiced by Kate Blanchett, hmm. so like she's the voiceover, and she's like the super wise old snake that obviously knows everything.
1: Voice is very wise.
0: Yeah, um, and then so like the voiceover at the very end is you know, um, who knows what the future may lie for this half man half wolf creature for the forest blah 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 something like existential and pretty cool
1: maybe a sequel uh, is, is basically
0: yeah exactly um so, so this movie was an hour and 45 minutes it was rated pg-13 uh um i where i think the jungle book one was rated pg i think so too yeah uh, so this was a little bit more of a quote-unquote adult thing i mean people died legit um Let's see. Uh, IMDb, IMDb gave it a gave it a six point six out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a fifty three percent, and then Metacritic was fifty one, uh, which I disagree with. Disagree with because I thought this I movie was better. I can see that you better. liked this movie. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was. I mean, you knew the story, but the way they did it, and in the way they did it, was very impressive. I I,
1: I remember watching the trailer for this and thinking I, I could have sworn I saw this trailer in theaters. And am I, I might Maybe. have yeah, I might have. might have I'm yeah. not sure but I remember thinking that this was a movie movie I didn't remember this being a Netflix original yeah. so when I found it on my on my queue I was just like what? are you serious? because Christian Bale Kate Blanchard yeah. like
0: all these people it did Benedict Cumberbatch
1: and I, and I just I, I didn't know Andy Serkis directed yeah. it and I'm just thinking of Andy Serkis directing like <laughs> Christian Bale he's just like be more like this <laughs> what was he? Uh, who's it? Shere Khan right? Um, Christian Bale
0: Christian Bale yeah
1: so he's like, be more like a tiger, like this. And he's like, like this. And he's like, like this. He didn't he's like, like, this, like act like this.
0: it out. He just voiced it.
1: Oh man, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like Andy Serkis in and the mocap. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. But like going, like in going into that though, like I said, everything here was CGI. So having this little boy act at like tennis balls or whatever it was yeah. is those like, are the real heroes. Yeah, the ones like that can pretend nothing's really, happening It's like really whoa. Cool. And I, I think I might have even said this about the Jungle Book like this i forget what the kid's name was in the in the disney version but him acting with these like half heads of animals being controlled by like humans yeah um i feel like that's like peak acting like being able to act with basically Dude, stuffed teddy acting, bears acting already is,
1: is just like pretend this is all happening to you but <laughs> you're a different person completely yeah but now it's like that's a tiger, and that's a bear. <laughs> that's a stick. <laughs> that's a, you got to pretend those are all there. Okay. Yeah. Go for it.
0: It's, and it's, it's really cool. I think it's really cool how they did yeah. it. And, and I even think that these iterations, like these versions of, because obviously if you know Jungle Book, you're going to bring that into this movie. So mm-hmm. even for the Disney version, they had um, Bill Murray voice Baloo. Yeah. And in this version, it was fucking Benedict Cumberbatch. So it's like completely different. Benedict Cumberbatch played the bear? I think so, yeah. Oh, wow. So it was completely different, and these all these characters were completely different. And you actually even got backstory um, from oh, maybe he was uh, Bagheera. It doesn't say who played who. It just I feel like his, his voice name. is too sinister to be a, um, a friendly bear. But like you can you can picture Bill Murray as Baloo. He's yeah. just like this fun loving bear. Yeah. But in this movie, he had like a slack jaw, and he was like his like half of his So deer. they're more realistic he looking very, animals. Yeah. And... He was he was more bear. Yeah. And uh, and it was, but like, you know, it was great how they were portrayed. Uh-huh. Um, I was just very impressed.
1: Cool. Yeah.
0: I would totally, I would absolutely say give this a watch. Um, and I'm going to give this, yeah, probably uh, probably eight, uh, eight dead tigers out of ten.
1: Eight dead tigers out of ten. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to give this movie ten <laughs> dead hunters out of ten because... It was great the way you <laughs> described it. Awesome. But I'll definitely check that out. And I'm curious. I'm, I I really want to see the CGI. I want to see, see it from my own eyes because I've only seen the trailer. Uh, yeah. And I remember it being, like, good. Like, I yeah. remember it being, like, the Jungle was Book movie. impressive. Because I remember it being, like, didn't this like movie said, just come out?
0: Especially for, like, a Netflix original. I haven't seen too many other Netflix originals that have solely, But they're like,
1: stepping into the animated yeah, arena. they are. And even with or, like, Bright, you know,
0: you know, there was some... Practical the effects The makeup The makeup yeah. in that movie was great But like And there were they a lot also of also had a lot of like Explosions and other like yeah. CGI effects And for um, visual Particularly
1: and when Whenever they come into contact With the wand And yeah. things get like all shaky, shaky And yeah. like Like ridiculous things Start to happen around them that That's when it's like Really like It shows, shows It but, shines But yeah man Netflix money <laughs> it sh- sun It shines bright Oh my fucking <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah Alright so, right. uh, so Let's so do yeah. this Let's talk about Bird Box Bird Box and uh another spoiler alert just because i want you guys to see this movie i don't want you to if you if you're even thinking about watching this movie you should you i think definitely you should.
0: should all right so it's 45 million people have right? what
1: happens in this movie so. apocalypse happens in this so, movie yeah
0: the apocalypse
1: uh sandra Bullock's character mallory she has uh she's pregnant yep and she goes to the doctor with her sister and that's when shit hits the fan and uh north america gets hit with that pretty quick with we don't what we don't know we don't even know what it is it's It's just hinted at yeah but
0: they're never actually specified what's going
1: on yeah and the the deal is which i
0: think is good
1: yeah well yeah we'll talk about that because so so if you look at this thing you want to kill yourself that's what happens it it's did you did you make the parallel with the happening that M Night Shyamalan yeah, movie? Yeah, actually, I
0: did. I, I didn't until uh, I saw it with my sister Gabby, and she actually said it, and she was just like, "Is it the trees yeah. <laughs> or something?" Yeah. And what I what I like going back to the point about them not actually being specific, what I like about that is because you can make your own judgment. You can right. you can make the plot or you can make the story make sense in your own head versus them actually telling you something. Yeah. And what she told me was like, "Would you rather them give you?" no explanation or a really shitty one and yeah. that's and i immediately made the parallel and i was like i want them to give. get when me you when you want nothing
1: when you want an explanation it's almost always never satisfying to yes. you or never what you, what thought you expected it was yeah. yeah so in that regard it's always you know good to just keep it you know quiet we don't, to, hush, we don't need it we don't need an answer
0: yeah you don't ever need to be specific yeah i i thought you know there was there could have been a like a, a an infinite amount of answers there could have been like another dimension kind of like the mist there could have been aliens it could have been literally the yeah. end of the world it could have been religious it's weird but that you really say that because it, it did it
1: did read a little bit like a stephen king thing yeah to me um but yeah uh yeah if you look at these things they want to kill you They makes you want to kill yourself and so she finds herself with this ragtag group of survivors shit goes down survivors drop left and right she ends up with uh two kids on her way one of her own and one of the of the survivors ends up this whole movie takes place while she's making her way to this sanctuary that's down this river but periodically we get flashbacks telling us how she got there um which i enjoyed i don't know about you no yeah
0: i thought it was good and i was actually thinking about how if they were to have done it uh, linearly if it would have been completely different and i definitely think it would not have been as interesting if they went from Interest- like, hmm. like chronologically yeah
1: yeah no i'm trying i'm trying to think of the movie just you in know a linearly of and yeah. uh i guess so yeah 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 because they always switched back and forth between flashbacks at really important moments yeah. or poignant things happened and then it just like just went straight back to why yeah. you know she What's treats the kids and- the way she does mm-hmm. or why she's particularly uh, uh uh concerned about one thing or the other so that was that was that kept the ball rolling yeah because
0: um, it keeps at, like it keeps making you ask the question right and then, then giving like, you the, a little ten, bit of the answer ten minutes or something later yeah. it'll be like oh you had that question well here's the answer yeah yeah which no. i think was good
1: it, it, it i think it it did uh well with the with the whole st- structure of the yeah. movie um but yeah what do you think of it as a whole uh, I en- think I it enjoyed
0: it. I definitely pieces? thought it was, um, it was very interesting. I kind of thought that even though we've had, you know, movies where you can't see, um, or like, you know, your, one of your senses is cut, or like you can't use one of them, or whatever, um, it's kind of, I feel like it's, for whatever reason, the past couple of years has been like this ongoing theme where it's like someone will try to, like, create a whole universe where one thing is better over another or something like that mm-hmm. um but i kind of still felt like this was even though we we definitely see the parallels to other of these movies i definitely think it was something new something fresh
1: yeah you um, know in a, in a the world, way the
0: way that they did it i think was definitely new
1: yeah yeah and the way that's that's the most important thing because these days apocalypse movies are a dime a dozen yeah. every how other many, how month many, how
0: many ways can there like can the world end right basically.
1: every other month it's always just like oh it's a meteor this time oh it's zombies <laughs> oh, uh, it's, it's a virus oh, um, there is. it's a robot um, Oh it's, and then it, you come to this one and it's like oh it's we don't mm, know yeah. What do you think they were? I don't know. I was kind of annoyed that I didn't get to see one at least, but that's, that's the whole that's point. What Gabby of, said. <laughs> that's the whole point of the thing. Like that's the whole Let point me of the see thing. It. I see because what she sees. because it I guess it does give you this little eerie feeling. Oh fuck, they're coming for us again. <laughs> uh, this gives you this little eerie feeling of, like maybe if you did look at them, you would want to kill yourself. Yeah. Uh, obviously not the case, but you know like. At the at the end when like multiple ones mm-hmm. were coming at her, I was hoping to at least get like a little a glimpse. glimpse. Yeah, uh, I was kind of thinking that too, especially since I
0: knew that you know if if you hear one or see one, like it it like it's weird because when it moves, it has it, it's made of matter so things yeah. move
1: with it yeah it bushes rustle yeah. when it's coming to but like at the stuff. same
0: time it's just wind yeah but like really strong wind like yeah. in one area but then also at the same time even if you look at it through digital means it could still affect you yeah so like it's got this weird let's
1: talk the. let's talk about like the creature elect- so like
0: electromagnetic field but also can go
1: through so what can it do it, uh,
0: it can't, can't go get, through houses it can't
1: get inside you know so people are hunkered down in houses throughout this movie and they're just fine they're safe as yeah. long as they close the windows but
0: it it also has a shadow
1: yes it has a shadow even
0: though it has it's not made of anything
1: yeah it has a shadow wind seems to accompany it wherever it comes because yeah. wind just it, starts it, the wind. yeah i don't know what it is because that's, it could be that's it could thing. be a fucking floating tornado with hands i don't know what it is but but there's always wind whenever yeah. it comes to contact with someone
0: yeah. or i mean it also could somehow i mean this is all speculation yeah Yeah. there's real there's no proof and uh, yeah unless we talk to maybe the director uh suzanne beer
1: or if if we look at those countless uh, theories that are um, out probably
0: i i kind of feel like so there like i said there's there's kind of hints of what this could be towards the beginning uh the actor what's his name rel uh rel oh right yeah 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 yeah. plays i forget his name charlie charlie in the movie um he's like writing a novel and he's just like oh you know Every religion or every mythos or every like mythology has one of these things where it's the end of the world, it's like it, demons it's, or yeah. It like, makes you want uh, to. It makes you experience your greatest sadness or whatever, and yeah. apparently that makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I like in my head, I'm just like they could really go really heavy into this, the religious or the spiritual with this explanation. But he also gives other explanations, too, which is why I think I I liked that because it wasn't like it's settled on this one thing. It's just like it's this whole story. It's not just like one or two things. It like it goes through everything. Yeah. Uh, So in my head, I'm just like it could be like demons, but or it also could be aliens. And like the one thing that I actually liked about my own version of my explanation was that it could be like a fourth dimensional being where you can't actually see its physical body, but it can be experienced. I
1: was definitely going the scientific route whenever any of these movies come out and they never show you the monster. I always, I I never, I almost never think about, you know, spirits or demons or whatever. And that's just my stuff because like I, I can't watch exorcism movies anymore. (laughs) You know, it's, it's just because of personal belief to me. It's just like, I don't buy this at all. I know it's a movie, but nothing's Mm -hmm. nothing's going I always think aliens or underground beings that somebody woke up crab or people, oh it's crab, crab people, people. <laughs> holy shit. People. But, but what was most intriguing to me about these things is that they could control or sort of possess these people to make yeah. you or make them want you to look at it.
0: But so okay, so this I think we have to talk about this too because yeah. in in the movie there are people that are allowed to look at this but then not kill themselves. They are yeah. like. They, they see that it's beautiful and they just want other people to see yep. and the, the small kind of uh, explanation we get is that because they're mentally ill yeah. so instead of wanting to kill themselves they, they can see it and they can survive with it yeah. being in them and then they just want other people to experience it. Yeah
1: and we have two two pieces of evidence for this because the first one came with Charlie's friend who was in the supermarket mm-hmm. and Charlie mentioned that he was in prison yeah. that something was kind of wrong with in his head, like his yeah. head but he always was nice to him. Yeah. Um, and then we get that same explanation, but from this James. stranger that comes into the house, James, who says that a bunch of people from a mental institution got out and they were able to see this thing mm-hmm. and they took him and his group of survivors and tried to just make them look at the thing. And then we even, later find even, out that he is in even fact the group the of person. people
0: that, um, were chasing, uh, Mal and Tom. Yes. At the end of the movie but like towards the beginning yeah of they become
1: these sort of marauders that just want yeah. you to look at yeah. the, the thing
0: and they even have like hooks that will take off from blindfold right and stuff. yeah yeah so it's it's never like it's another thing that's never really like completely specified like what has to be wrong with you or whatever mm-hmm. but um just being able to kind of give us that explanation without giving us an explanation right i think is another point this movie makes really well right it's just another strength that it has
1: i don't know i just want one solid theory i just want i just need something i need to grasp it you know, need it in my head so I okay so this I, I
0: was i forgot what the point i was making about this was uh you say that it like goes into them it possesses them i'm not sure that it does that i don't think that this is an entity that goes into someone's body i think it just like it shows oh, no no, them no something. i didn't
1: mean that I, I just meant like you know like totally take control of their their mind but you know they they still have agency but yeah. they work for this thing now they're not. They're not literally possessed. They're not like taken they control. See of the it. They, exactly. they to see the like light, and exactly, they become like these sort of followers to yeah. this thing, and want Whatever other people to do. see the light. So and all
0: that—that's really cool, and yeah. I really like how they played it in the movie. So, like I said, so at the very beginning, you see like um, when B.D. Wong is looking at the thing. <laughs> It, you just see the one shadow you see like the rustle of leaves and then like then it, it, it gets him uh-huh. gotcha yeah um, but at the end like you said there was when she was finally running towards the end goal of what this movie where this movie ends can we, can, can we spoil it we can yeah spoil of course it. we can so yeah so that's, all, anyway, that's what this podcast is about so um, she's, she's heading she's like right on the outside of the doors of the, of the school for the blind and uh you see in the background there's like three or four of them rustling leaves all trying to get her yeah and in that moment i thought that it would have been really cool to kind of like give us a glimpse of what it was so like if if there's one you obviously can't see it but if there's like five in one area you should be able to kind of see some sort of Uh maybe like a glimmer of light or like some kind of like in my head i pictured uh, dr strange's mirror dimension kind of thing going Mm. on like a like a um, like hard edges in space. Right. I think.
1: Yeah. Like these mirrors. that yeah. Just like just kind of like refract yeah. light, but mm-hmm. are also like moving. Yeah. Another thing that we totally like disregard is the fact that they can't physically harm you. Yeah. Which can't I thought was very you. interesting.
0: You, all you need to do is keep your eyes closed yeah. and they cannot get you.
1: You could literally sit outside and just keep your eyes closed. And you would and nothing he- you would, would feel happen the wind, wind. Unless one of the followers got you. you and know. you would
0: hear it talking to it, you. It can
1: it can it has a v- psychologically fuck with you because it, it know, it can know your your fears, your memories. Yeah. It speaks to you in voices of people that you've known. Yeah. And I don't know where it's it comes from. Up, man. man. It's but that's the that's one of the most intriguing things about to me is that it can't do anything to you no, unless yeah. you, you, lo- you, have you look, to look at, at it, it. And, then, and then it does, it
0: still doesn't do anything to you. It just makes you want to kill yourself. Right. But like I want to know what why. Yeah. Because even at the beginning, when uh, John Malkovich's wife goes out to help Sandra Bullock. She says, mom? "Mom?" Yeah. Like, "What are you doing here?" And yeah. then she just jumps in that fiery car. Yeah, Like, "What?" <laughs> what did well, First of all, if you see your mom is that not happy unless the mom is just like, "Kill yourself and you'll be with me." Yeah. But like, I want to
1: know. There's some sort of mind fuckery that happens, and it's it's I don't know. It's got to be it, it's got to be a dimensional being because I don't see aliens doing this. I don't see I
0: feel like the aliens would wouldn't I don't know. Like, I feel like they wouldn't want to do that to us. They wouldn't have a way to be like, "Yeah, we want to kill these people." They would just kill us. What are you talking about? That would be the smartest
1: alien out there. <laughs> if you were just like, "I got it," we'll make this. Just weird make thing them kill themselves to kill themselves, and, and then we just, don't have to do anything. Yeah, you just like, you know that that ringtone that that we all hate. It makes these humans want to kill themselves. Let's <laughs> that go ringtone. Use it. Yeah, I don't know because they're like super intelligent beings. So like uh, one like sound to them that's like fine for them would make us want to kill ourselves or something. I don't know. It's not sound.
0: I think that would be a really cool movie if like these aliens were out there in space like interdimensional or inter like stellar like stellar beings and they're have this one noise that like they really could like hated whatever like let's see what it does to the humans and it makes us all like, super heroes, yeah. like
1: superheroes yeah yeah it's, like makes us open all open like, a can of worms we like, can oh, all shit.
0: fly we can all have laser vision yeah. or whatever no
1: probably not i think that'd be
0: no i think that'd be funny they would comedy. kidnap
1: one of us and then do it oh, to and them yeah, and be like and oh shit happens. it's a superhero kill it and then they would kill it and then they'd be like never again
0: <laughs> let's change the frequency yeah what'd you funny.
1: think of uh, sandra bullock's mallory
0: um I personally just really like Sandra Bullock. I yeah, think she's that great. She's a really good actress. Um, she's done a, a lot of really good stuff that I just am behind. Yeah. She just does a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I was actually talking to one of my friends about about this movie was that this movie, I think. I think it t- like a, like I said before with with Mowgli, like it tested the boundaries of acting. I also think this did as well because if you take an actress or an actor, whoever. And then you take away one of their senses and try to make them act like that's kind of uncharted territory for like f- real acting. Well, like, oh, especially you,
1: you, when kids are involved.
0: Especially when kids are involved. But her, in general, like her being able to walk from the boat and like up to the house, inside the house, all with a blindfold on. Like I'm hoping anyway that the blindfold actually worked and it's not just like a thin piece of thing that she could see through. I'm pretty
1: sure that's what happened.
0: I'm pretty sure it is too. But like her portrayal of actually like acting blind, mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool yeah i think she did a really good job at at convincing me that she didn't have a sense
1: yeah what did you think about her being this sort of cold character from the start
0: honestly i think it saved them yeah yeah i think if she was a little bit softer if she actually loved the kids just like what happened with uh olympia Mm
1: -hmm. i
0: think they might not have made it
1: i thought it was interesting because i just happen to know people that are like that yeah and to see them finally portrayed in a movie yeah. where they're the main character, it was just, you know, more real to me. Yeah. This would, this felt like more of a real apocalypse to me just because Sandra Bullock was that kind of, or Mallory was that kind of character where she was just like, I don't really feel any attachment, attachment to this to baby. Kids, yeah. I'm, she was thinking like, about adop- like putting her yeah. for adoption. Like she was just like, like, not your typical main character where they're just like, She's, a, I'm, she's I'm a loving, here to strong protect yeah. my child yeah. or I'm here to protect these people. It's like no,
0: boy girl, you will die. Mallory was if very I get stuck. You go on with that. There was me. there
1: was a part in the movie where they were going to make the run to the supermarket and everyone was losing their shit, especially John Malkovich's <laughs> character because he's always losing his shit because he's John Malkovich. But she was just like, you do this, you do that, it's fine, yeah. everyone relax. And she was It's in charge. not and it's not because she was this like this driven leader. character, yeah. leader thing. She was just like, "This is who I am in yeah. real life." This was like no emotion.
0: She was just like right. a person, and she knew the smartest thing to do. Yeah. She wasn't blinded by emotion. Exactly.
1: Even even when uh, her sister died, yeah, in the beginning, Ugh. like she, <laughs> Sarah she was, Paulson, I love you. Because you, you saw in 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 Mallory that she was she was like, I so much shit is going on right now and i'm not really sure how to process yeah. this and, and, he,
0: and she actually really didn't until like 10 minutes into the movie she yeah. like removed herself from everything that was going on in the kitchen yeah. and she kind of just like went downstairs and that's when she first kind of interacted with tom yeah and she wasn't even like crying or anything she was kind of like by herself and then once she started talking about it then she started like feeling the emotion yeah. but she wasn't like the typical like oh my god she's dead she was yeah. just like these are the events that happened and and that's not and my I sister don't understand and why. i don't understand yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was and really Tom cool. was
1: just the best person. He
0: was amazing. He was the best of everything.
1: He was the best man I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. <laughs> he really was. He was emotionally strong, physically strong, experienced because he was a war veteran and a construction worker. So he could co- go to war and come back and build you a home with his bare hands. <laughs> his bare, his strong and just, bare hands. And just a tool belt and a no shirt. <laughs> and that's how. And that's how. That's how, how I, I want, want to, to see him in the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he gets more jobs because Netflix keeps keeps people around. So,
0: Trevante Rhodes, I think his name is.
1: Uh He. (laughs) You've done research. You've done research on just him. He
0: is a very good-looking man, and he was a good actor. He He was. he, He was. He played Tom very well.
1: He just played a very, very nice man in the apocalypse. And he was like And yes. very helpful. And
0: honestly, towards the beginning I thought he was gonna kinda be one of those kind of like creeper kind of guys that was just like just trying to get her because it's the apocalypse. But uh-huh. like no, that love kind of like happened naturally. Yeah. Which I really, really enjoyed. Yeah,
1: yeah. And we did get jumps in time. Yeah. Like there was like five a years later jump. Uh, jump. But you know, you, you bought that they were still surviving. And still and like actually like they were this very them. efficient couple. Yeah. They have two. And they kids. had fights, and yeah. that, that
0: was awesome. Yeah. That even though they were together and they loved each other, they still had differences about yeah. who they were. Yeah. Yeah. But.
1: Uh, but yeah, man. Um, That's great. Yeah, this scene doesn't. This this movie does not stop from the beginning, from the first speech she gives the kids yeah. where she's just like look Super kids stern. this is what's happening right if you face. don't do this i will hurt you like yeah that kind of shit like you say to yeah. two beautiful little five-year-olds little little, <laughs> little innocent they're just like holy shit what's happening she's just like i will hurt you if you take your blindfold <laughs> off it's like Ooh,
0: you do not speak you do not make a it sound
1: great yeah. um how many uh, uh how many? Uh, how many? How many scissors
0: in John Malkovich out of ten? <laughs> oh.
1: John Malkovich, I uh, give this movie. I'm gonna give this movie eight scissors in John Malkovich. Uh, trying to, we just saw this, so I'm still reeling from it. Yeah, this literally, is, this like is my we ended it before yeah.
0: we started this podcast.
1: This is my like immediate reaction to it, so I'm still spinning my wheels high. and I'm still on the high and I'm, I'm sure I'll find stuff I don't like about it later yeah. but for now I can't really think of stuff that were any sort of issue with me Uh, like I said I like how it was told I like how the main character wasn't your typical where main where did the two people go with the car? they're dead probably I mean I'm sure know? they are but like I don't think we're gonna get a sequel oh no explaining that not. but they're dead I'd like to hope that they're dead yeah. because they're bad people the and uh, yeah it it when the shit hit the fan in the in the apocalypse, it felt like that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> yeah, and I loved how how even in their little sanctuary, it it literally went to shit yeah. in a matter of ten minutes. It, that's how it would go down. Yeah. If you let the wrong person in, mm-hmm. or if somebody made the the wrong one choice. mistake, yeah, that's it. That's it. It's over. It it's ends. not like one person dies and they're like, "We'll learn from this." They're just <laughs> like, "Nope." This person just struck at the wrong right time, and it's just like everything's and was able done. to kill
0: three of us. Yep, in the matter of minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah. But yeah, yeah, good times, good times, yeah. good times. How many uh, terrified children out of 10 do you give this?
0: <laughs> I'm also going to give this eight terrified children out of 10. Um, oh, we're agreeing a lot these I days, think, David. I think this movie was done very well. I really enjoyed the villain, uh, and I really enjoyed the main character. I thought it was a little long, but it didn't really feel like it was long. It didn't, it didn't. It, it definitely like kept you interested. It definitely kept you engaged, uh, and it was just, you know, Sequence after sequence, like there was never a point where you kind of like felt lonely or felt alone or felt bored. For this apocalypse long. never dragged. I yeah, think. this was yeah. a good apocalypse. Yeah, there was always it was not like a Walking Dead and episode. Even even like the little tidbits of backstory that you get from every character still felt felt like it wasn't they weren't kind of like killing time. It was like actual you needed to know this about this person so that the story could continue. Yeah, um, and I'm talking I'm talking majorly about uh, Olympia's character when she has that little moment with Mallory about her past, her husband, and her family. Yeah. Because um, then it explains the kitty, the Hello Kitty. And then even the 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 random point where... When I, it wasn't random when um, uh, Mallory is talking to John Malkovich's character and about her father. Yeah. Like, that shows his past, but it also shows hers. Right. And I loved that.
1: And you saw why these people become these people. Yeah. Yeah. You see and, it why was so, John Malkovich and it was is so organic. You see why he... It
0: wasn't pushed it wasn't pressured right
1: yeah yeah definitely it was a very organic apocalypse <laughs> free range org apocalypse all right uh so that was our review of three movies from netflix um if you have any questions comments concerns or anything like that you can email us at relatively subjective at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at rel you can find us on instagram and facebook under relatively subjective And uh, that's it. That's the only way you can contact us, unless you know us and have our phone numbers (laughs) and know where we live. Thank you for listening to our last
0: podcast of 2018. Yes. We will be back next week. That's right. With another movie, because there's another one coming out. I'm sure. Yep. That we will let you know what it is when it comes out. Just keep uh, Uh, stay tuned. Have a happy new year.
1: Happy new year to you you all. 2019. See you next year, motherfuckers. Bye. Bye. May all your boxes be birds. May all your boxes. Yeah, you can't do that much better. Uh, May all your birds be boxes. No. Either way, bye. Bye.